1: Welcome to Mars. Today, I have a great co host today, and I am graced with the presence of my friend Brandon from the Professional Insight podcast. So, hello, Brandon, and welcome to Welcome to Mars.
2: Hi, Ali. Thanks for having me. This oh, it's has been my a,
1: pleasure. Yeah,
2: you know, we've been trying to, to coordinate our busy schedules back and forth, right? So, yeah.
1: Um, how is the weather over there today? <clears throat>
2: Weather is beautiful, 21, 22 degrees, something like that. So it's nice, you know, clear skies. So that's been that's really good. So loving that.
1: Okay. I want to talk about this before we jump into things today, because I was okay. just in Niagara and Brandon awesome. and I are from Niagara together. Yes, we are. And I just got back. What is with this is probably gonna sound so stupid, but all of the hornets that are in Niagara Falls right now
2: everywhere. We don't know. I've got no idea. They're everywhere. They're bad this year. Like you can't get you can't get anywhere without a bloody Hornet. It's just it's horrible. We were told that um, because I was saying that the other day. And they said, like, I guess they get drunk or they get pretty, I don't know, for lack of a better word, ballsy after they eat all the fruit or something. So they get way more aggressive. And they're way more because the fruits all coming in right now, right? Mm -hmm. and that's what I've been told so but it's bad this year like it's there's there's a lot more hornets than than in previous years for sure
1: it's like next level bad like I took my girlfriend so obviously you know I was just in town so Mm -hmm. we tried to coordinate which I apologize we couldn't get together I wish we could have done this in person that'd be awesome but I took her to because my mom lives just down off Queen Street so she's like close to the the falls so I took Gina down to Queen Street for a walk, and we stopped at Taps, and we sat at the patio. And we sit down, and there's a table beside us who are just eating their dinner. And there was, like, I'm not even exaggerating. There was, like, 10 of them around their food.
2: Yep. So Gina
1: and I order a beer, and we've – all of a sudden, a swarm of them are, like, over our drinks. And I was, like, this is, like, so uncomfortable. Like, I'm afraid of hornets to begin with, mm. and I'm, like yeah. – Lailing all over the place like just like causing a scene but then we go sit inside and they're just as bad inside
2: and then here's just to add to more of the irony so i just get told the other day um yesterday was it yesterday or this morning i can't remember everything gets blended into one um a i guess like a a, like heading to niagara from burlington this truck with five million bees tips over on the qew and it's just like everywhere and then i'm sitting there going like that's what we need that's exactly what we need in niagara right now is five million more bees (laughs) because i'm like literally that happened in the last 48 hours so this no way mm -hmm. are you
1: serious
2: i am yeah like truck moves yeah truck with five million bees i'm gonna like google that
1: that's like giving me anxiety and I'm over here in Calgary. Like I even said, I was like, we don't have hornets like this here. Like I've seen a few this year. Like, and then I come home and I was like ready to kill myself. I was like, I yeah. can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Police
2: are like, is there any beekeepers that can help us with this? Uh, Cause it's all over the QW. And I'm like, um,
1: oh. this just happened.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It was uh, yeah. 5 million bees escape after crates of hives fall off truck.
1: Okay, listen, I'm actually really happy I left when I did then.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so we're both from Niagara Falls. Tell me a little bit about your background in Niagara and growing up.
2: Okay, so born and raised. Um, so went to, went, went to school, high school in St. Catharines. So you know someone's from Niagara. The minute you ask, what high school did you go to? So, right? Like we already, like I know, oh, you're, you're from Niagara. Because no other region does that for whatever reason. Um, so went to St. Francis, good Catholic boy right here. Um, yeah. And, uh, then went to Brock. I had, I could have gone anywhere, but I I stayed at Brock for the business program. Mm -hmm. And after that, I got a job offer to do viticulture and oenology in Australia. So I went there. <clears throat> and I didn't go to my graduation at all. I was just like, pfft, like, like I, I don't really see the point in sitting through three hours hearing professors that I never really wanted to hear from the beginning. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. I, it just drove me crazy. So, and then I was on a plane to go to Australia. So that was supposed to be six months that turned into three years.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Mm.
2: So I lived there. I did a bunch of traveling, um, you know, Singapore, Hong Kong, Tokyo, the UK. Um, so did all that and then came back in pretty much three years later. So September of 2008, got back into the wine gig. And then, I don't know, six years after that, um, I was working for Diageo and which is the world largest total beverage alcohol company. Mm-hmm. And they were going through a shakeup. And so I got a chance for a severance package and took it. And I always had a background in finance, and so now I'm a certified financial planner with my own firm, with t- two business partners.
1: Oh my gosh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. I knew you were a financial planner, but I didn't know you had your own firm, so that's incredible. Yeah,
2: yeah, so it's pretty good. So loving, lo- loving that. Um, but other than that, yeah, just now still live in St. Catharines in the east side of St. Catharines. Um, and then, yeah, but I've got family all over Niagara. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Um, Australia is something on my bucket list. I want to go so badly. And yesterday I was scrolling on TikTok and I see this video and it's in Australia. And it's this woman out in her backyard and there's this five-foot snake crossing – the houses like just at the top of the house and it's just slithering away and it like goes into this tree and she claims it's five feet but I swear this snake just was going for years and it was called a carpet snake but this thing looks like an anaconda and it's just casually going through the tree and then going into the next tree and I was like this is why I can't go to Australia
2: There is, it's, they have the most poisonous spiders, they have, like, the joke is, especially like, there's a bit where um, Liam Hensworth, and I guess Matt Damon are are really close, I, so I'm told, Um, and I guess they were shooting something in Australia, so Matt Damon brings down his family, and purely by coincidence, that on day one, he almost steps on a brown steak, which are highly poisonous. And then on day number two, he's in the rental um, place and there's something called a hunter spider.
1: Oh, they're, yeah.
2: They're massive, but they're not poisonous and they actually eat all the other spiders. So you actually want them around. You just don't want them in your house. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was in their house. Wife, His wife just freaked out. Um, and yeah, so like it, it was, there's a lot of things that, need, that can kill you in Australia for sure. Like there's, yeah, the spiders... There's the snakes algae, or, or salties are called, uh, which are the crocodiles. um even you gotta watch the koalas, those little buggers they can they can go nuts on you too.
1: no way I've
2: held one, but no if they if they're like if yeah you, you they can be they can be um they can swipe at you,
0: yeah,
1: with their cute little paws or yeah well, yeah, know? go
2: yeah, yeah, like they're, they're cute when they're I guess subdued or sleeping because that's what they do <laughs> yeah. a lot of the time, but uh what was the other thing um yeah yeah there's a lot there's a lot of lizards and stuff like that 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 are down there
1: it's funny because like I don't I'm not afraid of spiders like spiders to me like nah whatever like I don't really care much for them my tattoo artist has a tarantula so when I go and get tattooed like he'll be like do you want to hold the little tarantula and at first I was like no thank you like there's absolutely no way you wouldn't pay me enough to hold a tarantula and I hold this little thing and it's just like the cutest little softest little sweet little angel baby and I was like okay I don't mind spiders anymore but it's the snakes and whatever else they've got going on there that gives me anxiety like and I actually have a friend who lives in Australia and he's like it's not as bad as people think it is like you're not gonna go out for a walk and just yeah. die and get eaten by a spider no and I'm like, well, I think that's what people think
2: it, it yeah I mean you definitely have to watch where you go you don't go off the beaten track that's for damn I mean, I remember one time I was looking at a hydro box, one of the hydro boxes outside, and I flipped it up just to, I don't know why I was doing that, but then there was a black widow right there. I was like, okay, so we're not going to do that anymore. Mm -mm. Uh, I remember one time being down at the beach and I got a warning that there was a brown snake nearby, but they're like, they say, like, oh, they're more scared of you than than you are of them. And I'm like, no, 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 like, I, I, this, I don't, I highly doubt that. I highly yeah. doubt that. I um, they can kill me, and I guess I guess I can kill them, but not as easily.
1: That's crazy. That's really cool that you did the whole Australia thing. That's like definitely one of the things that I would love to do. Even just like to go out there and just see what it's like. Because I like Australian men, so I feel like I'd be in trouble if I went out there.
2: Uh yeah, yes, yes, that would be yes. And just so for everyone knows, I I do listen to Ali's podcast, so. <laughs> the answer is yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, she does. Actually, speaking of that, I'll tell you a really funny story quick before I get into the rest. But last night I went out on a date and turns out this man was 10 years younger than me. I had no idea. And the immaturity levels like I, I always I'm very big and open about my life, obviously, with my podcast. And I share everything on TikTok, too. So I posted a TikTok last night being like, I went on a date with some guy who was 10 years younger than me. Like, don't give your number out in a bar. Like I like gave him my number as I was leaving a bar, like before I flew to Ontario, like I stopped for a drink with my girlfriend and he's like, Hey, can I get your number? And I think maybe it was a little dark in there and I didn't really notice how young he actually looked. And then he showed up to the bar last night and I was like, oh no, like how old are you? And he tells me and I'm like, I'm 10 years older than you. And he's like, well, what if I'm actually 18? And I was like, oh God, are you?
2: Not well, how, good. He was, only t- he was 22 though, legit. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's, you don't really under, you don't know it when you're in it like you don't you don't understand like you think you're extremely mature when you're in your early 20s and then you you look back and you're like no no i wasn't no <laughs> i had not experienced life yet i had you know yeah at 22 i had not traveled yet i mean traveled like i'm you know f- like everyone in niagara goes to myrtle beach or yeah or, like, like, like that traveling but never <laughs> anything substantial and i i just find life throws you curveballs, and they throw you, it throws you, you know, a lot of things that you have to figure out on your own. And I just think, yeah, with time, that's why I don't think any man specifically should get married before 30. I I personally, I just don't think so. We already mature slower than women.
0: um,
2: And in more ways than one. Um, But I just think, yeah. We just don't, you just don't have the mental capacity, but, but, but scientifically also you have to remember the prefrontal cortex isn't even developed until 25.
1: Yeah. And you know what? It was very blatantly obvious too. like the things that like at one point we were talking about like something and I was just like, is this actually what's happening right now? Like, is this my life? Like, and when we walked into the restaurant, he's like, Ooh, this is expensive. And I was like, Oh God, you are young, aren't you? And not listen, people that are in my comment section on TikTok that are like, age is just a number, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, sure. No problem. There's no different, like, it's no different if, you know, I'm dating a 40 year old, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. But like, in this scenario, the immaturity levels were not there. And like the things he's talking about, he's got like six roommates and all this stuff. I was like, this is just not for me. And I'm like, People are just like, well, you're just like blah blah blah, and I'm like, hey, no, I'm allowed to look for what I want to look for, and a 21 year old is not it.
2: Well, I remember, I remember this one time again. It was it happened in Australia, and I remember uh, I got to know one of the morning show hosts, right? And she had a child from a previous relationship. I don't can't remember if she was married or not. I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> her co-host, her other co-host, a guy who is single like just tearing it up right it was pretty clear and it they were they brought up something about him dating women with children right and he's like no i i don't want a child in my i don't want a child if it's not like if it's not mine this is kind of going back to your point right like and she laid into him and then other people at the time laid into him. And, and I'm like, well, wait a second. Like, y- you have a right to to not want what you don't want. Like, yeah. listen, listen, Chickie, y- you chose to be in a relationship. You chose to have a child. Good for you. It didn't work out. Got it. But that shouldn't be anybody else's guilt trip. That mm-hmm. like, like, just like how you shouldn't be guilted in to... to dating a guy 10 years younger there is definitely a maturity factor like there Mm is 100 percent um and like i don't know oh i mean i know why some older men are with like some 20 who was it that just was with a 26 year old or something like that and he was like in his 50s he's like a celebrity or something it came across my feed like it's like 20 or 30 years younger i can't remember but there's a couple of those examples and i'm like what do you, t- like, after the sex is done, okay? What do you talk about? So after about 30 seconds, so once the 30 seconds is over, okay, of, of bliss, pure bliss, right? Pure sure, bliss. bliss. Pure bliss. <laughs> um, what, like, what do you talk about? Like, what do you talk about? It's I like, don't know. Like, and then I think that also, I think a lot of people really um, found that out during COVID. It's mm-hmm. like... Oh, I love my partner when I'm not around them. And yeah. it's just like, well, what do you think retirement's going to be like? Like, what do you think growing old together is going to be like? Like, what do you think when the kids are gone? What do you think it's going to be like? It, it, like, you literally don't have anything but each other. So you better work on each other. You better have something to talk about because, you know, menopause has already happened and you need a blue pill to get it up. So really like <laughs> it, 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 the, the attraction's not there anymore. You know what I mean?
1: I think COVID really did that for a lot of couples. Like it was 100%. kind of like a make or break situation. Like you can leave your house like, and then you really got to know your partner.
2: Well, and it was one of those things where, the, and then in some cases the kids were also home yep. and then you're sitting there going like, wow. Okay. You couldn't get a babysitter. You couldn't have a date night. So that like that was just with normal couples. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get to the fact, especially in Niagara, I'm sure you noticed like housing just went through the roof. Yeah. So now you've got couples that are living together um, that can't afford to get divorced because one's sleeping in the basement, one sleeping upstairs because they're, you know what, we're just going to tough it out for the kids because we can't afford, I can't afford to find a place on my own. Mm hmm. Right?
1: insane and I actually was talking to my brother about this so my brother is actually going through a separation right now and he just sold his house so he just sold it for 1.2 million and like he did great on it but like just even the stuff that he was showing me the market in Niagara is just crazy and even the rental market is crazy too because my mom she, she just rents like she has no mm-hmm. desire to own a house and she's got a steal of a deal like she's got a gorgeous huge house down on off river road like,
0: oh wow, three nice.
1: bedroom, and she pays twelve hundred dollars a month because, like, she's like locked in, and she's got a great landlord, and like she's a great tenant. But my girlfriend, who's looking for an apartment, she's like, I can't find anything for under two grand, and it's mm-hmm. a shithole hole. And I'm like, it's like that in Calgary now too. Calgary's gotten so bad. Like, I'm really lucky what I have. I've got a one bedroom on the nineteenth floor. Like, I pay a decent amount for rent. But I was just kind of like, you know, I would love a bigger space. I would love more room. I would love a second bedroom for my podcasting and, you know, all that other social media stuff I do. And you can't find anything for under $2,000. And it's insane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had a client this morning and we were chatting back and forth and she goes, so like, should it be 30% of my gross income that should go towards rent? Or she goes, because right now it's like 40. And I said, literally, I I go, I, I can do your financial plan. I can do your investments. I can get you insured, no problem. But you should really speak to a realtor or a mortgage broker because it is, it has gotten so expensive that I can't, I don't even know anymore. Like I don't even know what's normal, but I know what the average is. It's like 1,850 bucks for a one bedroom in, in Niagara.
1: Yeah, like, my mom was saying that because she was looking at apartments. But, like, she's got two dogs and a cat. And right now she's got a fence backyard. Like, she's got – like, there's there would be no reason for her to pass that up except for, like, just, you know, wanting to, like, be closer to, like, my siblings or something. But she doesn't need to do that. But, yeah, like, 18 – my girlfriend, Gina, lives across the street from me. And when she moved into her apartment, it was 12.15 – I looked last week when I was like looking at my options, I did end up renewing my lease here because I was like, there's no way I'm leaving. It's, it's insane to even think about leaving with, for like what I would have to pay. And across the street now for a one bedroom at her building that she was originally paying 1215 is now 1845 for a one bedroom plus 160 for parking. And then you have to pay electricity and your phone on top of that.
2: And you don't even own anything.
1: No. And it's like 500 square feet. Like right now I have just like a cozy little 500 square foot apartment, but like for me it works. She lives with her boyfriend. And I'm just like, that's insane.
2: Yeah. And then that's what the, a lot of thing that happened to a lot of people. Why Niagara boomed was because people in Toronto yeah. again, got locked into their condos. They're like, okay, no, like this, if this happens again, we need a house because mm-hmm. five, you know, you can deal with 700 square feet with two people yeah. if you're never home, right? You you can't do that for two years. Like, you just can't. Like, no. you have nowhere to go. You have no privacy.
1: And, like, that's the thing, too. Like, even with the, the, like, mortgages and stuff, like, the interest rates are insane. So even buying a house or a condo or whatever is just as expensive. And, like, on top of all that, you've got your groceries that have gone up. Gas has gone up. Like, I just, it blows my mind because I don't understand how people afford to live.
2: It is the, yeah, it's, I get asked that quite a bit and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I listen, I practice what I preach uh, Mm -hmm. on, on the podcast. All of us uh, on the podcast do. Um, I, I, it's credit. It's definitely credit. I don't know how people do it. I mean, I've cut, I've cut drastically a lot of the, you know, the extracurricular stuff that you used to do because everything was going through the roof and you're just sitting there going like, well, you own your own business. I've got two other business partners, so I can't just give myself a raise and not, you know, that's, just not how it works. So every, any raise that you implement is tripled or any bonus that you pay is tripled. Mm -hmm. So it's not that easy. Right. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's really shocking in in that regard. I don't know how people are doing it.
0: Um,
2: And I do feel bad for people because at the end of the day, uh, they didn't ask like they didn't ask for any of this like this has been a drastic situation that has mm-hmm. taken place. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, so with you being a financial planner, like if someone was to come up to you, so say I say to you
2: hypothetically,
1: how, <laughs> hypothetically,
2: yeah.
1: how does one become rich? What would your advice be to them?
2: <laughs> Start saving. Um, yeah, I like. I mean. I don't know. Rich to me, I have a unique perception on that. Mm -hmm. So there's rich and then there's wealthy. Yeah. Right. And rich to me is a good job. It's a great job. You have, you you know, you make up, you know, a couple hundred grand a year. That's rich. Mm -hmm. Okay. But wealthy is something that you like can pass down to another generation or multiple generations. That's wealthy. I'm more interested in being wealthy. I could give two perhaps about being rich. Yeah. Um, so that is taking, you have to do a lot of, a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So right now I've got like, for example, you know, you, you have investments that are out and you've got certain things that are trying to, that take maybe five to 10 years to come to fruition or even investing in the stock market five to 10 years, you know, for that money to double. And that's the patience that you need. It's not being the spontaneous, you know, where I, I'm just going to go on a trip and I just don't care. Uh, that That's the, but you also have to live your life too. I don't also agree with these people who were, you know, I'm retired by 30. Like, mm-hmm screw off like like you 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 don't you're not fun like like you gotta live your life too right like I don't agree with any of that either um people on social media going like if you knew what they like they 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 were pretty much on food stamps in order to get to that place well that's not fun because you're gonna get to your 50s and 60s and like your health is gonna start to go like you're you know you're not as fit as you used to be, and you're not as healthy as you used to be. And so congratulations, you can't do the things that you could have done in your 20s. Did I make some stupid mistakes? 100% I did. Uh, Great stories, phenomenal stories. Um, But you know, you live and you learn and it is what it is, but you take some risks. And that's the big thing is starting early is is the key piece that I always tell people, even if it's like 50 bucks a month, into mm-hmm. a, like a tax-free savings account, out of sight, out of mind, and you just increase it, you know, every single year, it's amazing how quickly that wealth can build.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: Hi, I'm Steve Yurko.
1: And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, 4Kids Flashback. Yeah. So I like, for me, I mean, I have a bunch of like separate little, like I've got a tax-free savings account. I've got my RSPs. I've got, you know, I've got all my little side things going on that are growing. And I only recently started it, I think maybe a couple of years ago because I was, at the time I was younger and I was like more dumb, let's say with my money. And I used to like get a paycheck and run to the mall, you know, and buy myself this and buy myself that. And then as I got older, I was like, this isn't worth it. Like, For me, I was actually having this conversation with Gina the other day and we were talking about how rich, rich people stay rich. And she's like, well, let me tell you something. They're not going out and buying $5,000 bags they can't afford. That's not how you maintain richness. Like that's how you're going to go broke real quick. And what now you have a fancy handbag to show for it. Like, that's just not, that's not my cup of tea. Like, you know what I mean?
2: Well, it's, there's, I don't know. Do you have Crave by any chance? I have
1: Crave. Yeah. Okay.
2: So on the HBO portion, there's a, there's a documentary on Warren Buffett. Okay. I'm a huge Warren Buffett fan. Mm -hmm. Now it's the documentary on, on him, which he's the Oracle of Omaha. He's God when it comes to the investing. That man lives in the same house in Omaha that he, he grew up that he bought with his, uh, his wife before, before they separated, and she, she did end up passing, mm-hmm. um, drives a beat-up Cadillac, drive, right? And he has this, ch- he has, in, in, in the, the center console, he has this these change, for lack of a better word. So he owns shares of McDonald's.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And every morning, he goes and either buys an Egg McMuffin or the Meal Egg McMuffin. And it, it all depends. We're, we're talking at the time that that was shot, we're talking like $3.50 versus $5.50. Okay. Mm-hmm. This man is a multi, multi billionaire. And he, depending on the day he had before on the markets, is what he will spend on. And like he'll even scrimp and save on $2. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty, it, it's pretty admirable, right? Like, because when you think about it, you hit the nail right on the head. I find also in our generation as well, we're very heavily influenced by social media. That's so, another huge thing. Right? So you think you're missing out, but the reality is that bag is not their bag. That car, they don't own it. it they probably rented it. You know, their house, they're probably renting, they don't own. Like, you know, it, it is definitely you know, and, in, and, in, and, in, and I, I don't know people, if you're going to promote, promote on how wealthy you are, I always, especially if you're a man, I'm just mm-hmm. like, how small is it? Like, like, <laughs> how, like, re- like, really, really? Okay. Like, if you can hear the car before you can see the car, good luck, ladies. Good luck.
1: That is something I don't think I will ever understand. Like, I really don't. And, like, they do it up and down 17th Ave, and they rev their engines. And, like, you're just, like, no girl finds that attractive. And I will, I will never understand that. No, n-
2: I've never have. Like, I, but I'm not, like, I also don't know how a hammer works. So it's like, you could literally, I could take my car into the dealership and they could be like, Oh, just like as a spoiler alert. I found like, there is no such thing as a stabilizer bar in a car, but you could tell me that there's a stabilizer bar in my car and it's broken. And I'd be like, Oh, well, guess you got to fix it. Like yeah. I have no idea. I was about to get the, I had, I had my name on the list for the new Cadillac electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm talking three years ago, I had my name on a list and it finally came up at the beginning of 2023 and they emailed me and they're like, oh, here's the prices and stuff like that. And I'm like, it was more than double what I was paying on my old lease. And I'm like, okay, I'm driving in a Cadillac XT4 or yeah. XT5. Gas. Okay, cool. But I bought it out because there was no cars at the time during mm-hmm. COVID. And so I'm like, why am I gonna spend twelve hundred and fifty dollars so I can brag that I'm driving an electric vehicle? Like that makes no sense to me whatsoever. I was paying five fifty a month. Mm-hmm. So no, like not gonna happen. I'm gonna it's- wait till like, yeah.
1: It's mind blowing to me like even like I drive a Mercedes I have a C300 I bought it for a crazy deal like at the time this was probably it might have been during COVID but I had a Ford Escape and I financed my Ford Escape and I only had about six grand left on it Mm -hmm. and I took it into Mercedes and because it was low under kilometers I took good care of it they gave me $8,500 for it. They're like, we'll give you 8,500 for this. And I was like, and I had money saved up on my own side of things that I put down towards this car. And the payments were the exact same as my Ford. Like it's, I pay the same thing, but it's the upkeep. Like I had to take it in to get, I went to go get my summers put on or whatever and they store, they store them for me. And He hands me like an invoice at the end after and was like, okay, like, you know, we put your tires on, your winters are done, like, I can't put those tires back on you, so you're going to need winter tires, you're going to need this done, you're going to need this done. Like, hands me an invoice for $2,700, and I was like... Yeah. I'm like, okay, I love my car so much, like, it doesn't cost me much to drive, you know, gas is cheaper out here, I fill up at Costco... But for what? What is this invoice for? Like, what are all these things that I need done that I have no idea are? Like, I take my oil change to Great Canadian Oil because it's $150. Mercedes charges 700 for an oil change. Like, yep. what? why? Why is there a difference?
2: I, I don't know. And, like, and, no, I remember going, like, because I'm, I'm very good at the, the, the mandatory maintenance mm-hmm. and anything that's covered by warranty. And so I take it in and I take it into the dealership. And they'd be like, well, do you want this done? And I'd be like, A, is it a scheduled maintenance? Yeah. No. B, is it covered by warranty? No. Then no, I don't want it. What well, like yeah. I don't, I don't care that my you can rotate my tires. I don't have a conversation with my tires. I'm good. <laughs> like, we don't, like, it's not like I'm neglecting the tires. It's just just let's keep her going, bud.
1: Don't they it, rotate on their own anyways?
2: They, <laughs> I, they, spin. they spin, right? Yeah. So like let's just. I'm good. We're good. We're good.
1: Yeah, I get it. Um, Yeah, it's mind-blowing. But speaking of finances and money and everything, you recently just had Benjamin McKenzie on your podcast.
2: OMG, what a heartthrob, eh?
1: Oh, God. I fangirled when you told me that. I was like, I'm sweating right now thinking about it. I'm not going to lie, but I'm always sweating, so it's fine.
2: (laughs) But that was a
1: great (laughs) – great podcast episode Thank you. um tell me a little bit about it how did how did you land that and like do you think if things don't work out with him and his wife he'll call me uh
2: okay uh the okay let's break that down let's that's a big complicated question um okay so with the latter i don't know i don't know <laughs> uh, i did ask if he was still married with kids and the answer is yes Shoot. Um, I don't know happily, but as a, <laughs> a very typical guy, I don't get into those types of situations. And I don't go down that rabbit hole. Like, I don't sit with another guy and go, so are you happy? Like, well,
1: you know, I needed to know and you failed me.
2: I did. I dropped the ball. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, but we literally, like, so here's the funny thing. We had literally 45 minutes. It was like his publicist was like in the background. So for those that are watching right now, we have producers on this network right? That get that, that mesh it all together. And none of us know how it actually happens. And so for that episode, a l- mutual friend of ours, Chris Ruck, right? He's mm-hmm. in the background and making sure everything's running properly. Yeah. And so that was the contact for his publicist. And literally with five minutes to go at, at nine forty 40 AM, it was supposed to end at nine. She's like, you have five minutes. Like, it's like, it is structured. Wow. Um, but they really enjoyed the episode. They liked the metrics that we had. Um, it was about a six month process. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I did a lot of research and finding out who his contact would be and did a lot of phone calls in the UN in in the U S trying to track him down, like trying to track down his book publisher. Wow. Um, so that took a bit, that took a long time to get through. Mm -hmm. But I'm a persistent bugger, so it uh, (laughs) managed to happen.
1: That's awesome. Um, Yeah, no, that was a great episode. Like, did you guys do video? I don't know if I – I just listened. I didn't –
2: Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, definitely on the video on our YouTube – on the Professional Insight YouTube channel. Okay, It's there. Yeah, go right ahead.
1: I'm going to have to go take a look.
2: It's a great Friday night, Friday night uh, soiree for you there, Ali.
1: <laughs> Perfect. You know, I watch, I grew up watching the OC. So that was my favorite show and Ryan was always my favorite. So that is so fucking cool that you got to interview him. I, I admire that and I love that you just go after it. And I, I think that's wicked.
2: Thanks. Yeah. I, 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 mean, it was, it was a lot of work to get to land him. I mean, I now know in, in a roundabout way why a lot of athletes and and celebrities are broke because of the layers of management that they have surrounding them is just ridiculous. I don't, I, I still can't figure it out. I don't understand what each person does and why you have to pay each of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they all get a piece, right? Everyone gets a piece of something. Um, but no, I, I really was very impressed with his level of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And how much research he did with crypto, because um, for those that don't know, he wrote a book called Easy Money, which yep. has now shot up the charts. A lot of people. He was just on Bloomberg this morning, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, promoting it again, um, and yeah, a lot of people are very pumped about it. He did a, he did he did some great work. And at the end of the episode, I I basically said to him, like, you know, facetious, like jokingly, tongue in cheek. I said like, if this acting thing doesn't work out, bud you know, you should try finance, you should try the finance industry and get your designations because like he's, he, he is a smart, the, the one thing I do admire about some athletes or celebrities is they actually do have brains, um, mm-hmm. not don't right. And like the people who, you know, for example, are you a Leonardo DiCaprio fan?
1: You know, I love him, but, you know, I'm a little too old for him nowadays, but I do.
2: You love are, 100%. <laughs> 100% you are. Yeah, it is. It's hilarious. Um, I mean, the just the pure audacity and arrogance to get on a private plane, okay, which statistically is 30% Canadian oil. If you mm-hmm. just want to use basic metrics and how much they import and then fly over the oil sands and say that our oil is dirty, like, bud, get back on your plane mm-hmm. and go get your 22-year-old girlfriend, go back to your mansion and just shut the fuck up. Him okay? on his not- Like, the rest of us are trying to make it, okay? You're mm-hmm. getting paid 20 to $30 million for, you know, five weeks of work. Yeah. Uh, just... Just chill out, bud, okay? Like the rest of us are trying to survive. So, you know, it's pretty audacious that you can go around and, and, and say that.
1: Well, isn't he a huge climate activist too? Like yeah. with all that stuff, climate change, this, that, and the other, and like still does that shit?
2: Well, y- y- listen, I, I'm, I want the environment to be good too. I, I, I want it to be healthy. I don't want to pollute. I, I, I'm not this, this monster. But I'm also a realist. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I got my bill for that electric vehicle, it was $1,250. I told GM to shove it. Yeah. I said, no, I'll drive my gas vehicle. And they're like, but the environment. And I'm like, but my bank account. Yeah. So I still have to make mortgage payments. I still have to do all these things, you know, so to go around and, and judge people based on the situation that they're in, you just can't. Right. Totally.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So your podcast is called Professional Insight. How did you get into, like, the podcast biz? Like, how did, you know, this come about with you and uh, you do it with two other people, I believe, or?
2: So the one that, the, the the main podcast most recently that you listened to was with two others. It is technically three. Okay. Um, yeah, the one guy couldn't make it. Um, gotcha. Because literally we were given one day with Ben's team. Like, one, mm-hmm. they just said... 9 to nine forty-five, And yeah. then the funny part is too, they're just like, Oh, is Dean going to hop on? Like, no, Dean's busy. Yeah. Like you, like you gave us one day with one window. It's not going to happen. Right. Um, it was purely by happenstance. Um, so locally, the local AM radio station here, 610 CKTV had a Saturday slot that was coming up. Mm-hmm. This is going back six years ago. And I'm always looking for different ways to advertise. And so I looked into it, it was gonna be like something like $25,000 for the year, something ridiculous. And you had to do it, you had to show up every Saturday, all this kind of stuff. And I said, you know what, screw this. So Trevor, we're in the same business group together, the guy that I do the podcast with, he goes, like he's one of those tech geeks, like he he loves that kind of stuff. So I'm like, cool. And he goes, well, I've got all the equipment. So why don't we just do a podcast? I'm like, well, if you know how to edit the bloody thing, then let's, let's just roll. And then we added on a lawyer and then we added on a realtor. Gotcha. And then anytime that we have a topic that we don't know much about or that we find it's interesting, we bring someone on. So one of our, one of our top podcasts was a local female entrepreneur. Uh, she's also in my uh, business group. And she owns Clariderma. So she owns like a beauty thing, skin mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And she just got the rights to do scro So we did, which is Botox for your balls. Yes. The, yes. It
0: so sure we, is. <laughs> it was like,
2: it shot up to our, one of our number one episodes. So did I guys
1: would, actually do that?
2: Oh God, no, I would never do that. But here's the funny part. Like I know guys that won't get a vasectomy and They were like, gee, I wonder if I can... I'm like, buddy, it's a needle. Like, what are you doing? No. Like, if they hit the water, they hit the water. Like, it is just... I I don't care. Like, it's just... They don't, (laughs) by the way. I'm just saying, like, when that happens, supposedly it does.
1: My mind is just, like, going like this right now. Because I'm just like, I can't imagine the pain that that would be for a male to stick a needle. No. 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 When I get my... I haven't got my lips done for about two years, but I cry when I'm getting a needle in my lips. Okay. Like let alone my balls.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, There's no it, way. I just don't see the, I don't see the reason for it. Like I just, I, me personally, I, but maybe that's because I don't have a problem. I don't know.
1: <laughs> hey, you never know. I mean, I, I can see how maybe some would want it. I mean, I don't know. I guess, so. off, I guess I'm guess i interested, but that's really cool. So you guys, do you record, like, are you all in St. Catherine's area or?
2: So we are, but we all, we do everything through restream now. So we don't yeah. do anything in person. So it's been about six years. We've been doing this. we have been doing the podcast. So it's been great.
1: That's so, awesome.
2: Yeah, we're enjoying it quite, quite, quite thoroughly.
1: Awesome. Well, that's wicked. How so. long have you been doing it for? Oh my gosh. Um, well, as you know, I had actually, I don't, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember when I had my podcast with my old co-host? No. Okay, so I would say this was a few years back now. I had a old co-host and her and I did the Fucked Up podcast. And Um. we were on Dean's Network for that for a while. And we had about, I want to say, 50 episodes out. Like, we were... Killing it. It was like a call her daddy vibe, but like a Canadian version. And then we essentially had a falling out. Um, and it, we're still friends. Like we, we took some time apart for a bit. I think it just got to be too much. And we started arguing and we couldn't coordinate schedules anymore. So I was like, I can't do this anymore because I'm so devoted to this podcast. And she just wasn't as devoted as I was. So we split up and I would say now I've been doing Welcome to Mars for over a year or so now, maybe longer. Um, yeah, definitely over a year because I remember maybe two years now. But anyways, I just love it. Like I, so my biggest question that I get is always like, how do you talk by yourself for 40 minutes?
2: Yeah, that, that's got to be, that's got to be a bit hard. I would have to say because of the banter, but you, you know, I've, um, I've listened to your podcast, as you know, like I've chirped you a whole bunch.
1: Yes, you have.
2: (laughs) Over. (laughs) My
1: My poor dating choices, yes.
2: Well, not only that, then it was, I remember the very first one, I I don't know why, I just just randomly clicked it. (laughs) And it was, you were telling, you were saying about how you drove a Mercedes and you liked teddy bears or something. And you had teddy bears or you had- Something in the back of your Mercedes or something? Yeah, there's,
1: there's a bunch of pandas in my pandas. trunk.
2: <laughs> pandas. in your trunk. Random fact. And and then the very next episode, you're complaining about no air conditioning in your in, in your apartment. I'm like, I, I why don't why don't you go and buy a, a mobile? You're driving a Mercedes. Why don't you go and buy an air conditioning unit?
1: Priorities, man. I guess
2: so. <laughs> I definitely prioritize comfort and sleep.
1: I, it's funny, to this day, I still don't have an air conditioning unit, and it's been cold in Calgary the last two days. Like, it rained all day all yesterday, but my apartment's cooled down. But I obviously have my patio door closed right now, but it's getting a little hot in here. But yeah, you know, my podcast is just all over the place about, you know, the stupid shit I get myself into, and I'm looking forward to recording my one later today about that date. <laughs>
2: How did that go anyway?
1: It just, you know, I left. I actually made a bit of an excuse. I mean, I did have to come home and work on some podcast stuff because I wanted to get everything all set up for today, plus my episode later. And I was like, I have to go. Like, I I have to podcast. Like, I only had two beers. And I was like, I can walk home. Like, it's all good. He's like, I can drive you. And I was like, okay, but I need to stop at the grocery store so you could just drop me off at the grocery store. Like, And I was like one of those awkward – hugs like I was even talking to my girlfriend about this before I went and got my lashes done yesterday. And I said to her, I was like, I hate the last bit of a date when you go out with someone new and you just like, it's that awkward. Like, do you handshake? Do you hug? Is there going to be a kiss? Like, it's just, I can't stand that part of friend. Yeah. I, I don't like it either because you don't know what's going to happen. And if the vibe's not there, like you, you don't want to have to kiss this person you don't really like And I don't know, I haven't heard from him today. I'm not sure if he maybe, he doesn't have social media, so he probably didn't see my TikTok, but it's not for me.
0: Okay.
1: I'll continue to get myself into these situations, you know me, for the next. I'm going to Italy next month, so maybe I'll meet a nice Italian man.
2: Oh, good. Yeah, that, I can't, that'll be good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there won't be a language barrier or anything.
1: No, not at all. It'll be fine.
2: It'll be great. You both like food. I love
1: pasta. So.
2: And there we go. I mean, you still have so much in common. So much. Yeah, pasta and wine.
1: Pasta, wine, and bread. So. You're good. We'll see how that goes.
2: (laughs) It'll be great. Uh, Yeah.
1: I have enjoyed having you on so much. I don't want to keep you because I know you are busy today and a busy man. Tell everyone where they can find you. I know you're not really big on social media, but where can no. they find your podcast?
2: So, the podcast on the Cryer Media Network under Professional Insight. So, it's like um, uh, an avatar of four guys and in, in, like, you know, with no faces, just in suits or something like that. Rookie did a great job on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn that's where you can get me LinkedIn. Um, well, Ali, you know how to get a hold of me, but, uh, LinkedIn is the best way to find me. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I gassed all of social media during the, during the pandemic. I I just got sick of it. I got sick of everybody. I don't blame you. No, I
1: really don't. I'm sick of everybody too. So (laughs) yeah, I remember when you were like, ma- I'm going to message you on LinkedIn or something. I was like, who the fuck uses LinkedIn? This guy.
2: <laughs> who has two thumbs and is on LinkedIn? This guy. right here.
1: You do. <laughs>
2: yes. I don't. I, I just, yeah, I just, I just can't even bother.
1: I love it. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today. I've had such a great time. And when I am back in Niagara, let's please get together for a drink. And Rookie was even saying, he's like, I was going to come and see you, but I got busy. So next time we should all coordinate and like yes. have a little
2: get to 100%. percent love would love to. And we'll have you on the on the podcast. We're just trying to coordinate dates right now. and Yeah. We'll Let me talk, know. We'll talk about dating advice. Ooh, that would be good.
1: Ooh, I can give lots of that, I think. <laughs> yes,
2: <okay. laughs> yes, you can.
1: Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much, Brandon. And Thanks. you and I will chat soon.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. Take care. bye
0: Or sexy. Catch us on on the the Dean Dean Blundell Network. Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because Because democracy democracy is is something something you do. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports.